HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com, bringing you the freshest radio in Brooklyn since 2009. Hear directly from chefs to farmers, artists to architects, authors to brewers, and everyone in between. Check out all of our shows on our website or by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. This little song is more to the point. Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on Heritage Radio Network. It's June 19th, 2012. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43. Today's show is about New Jersey craft beer. We've got uh, the brewer owner of uh, Carton here, Augie, and uh, Jesse Ferguson's coming in from Carton Brewing. Michael Kane from Kane Brewing, uh, uh, two new breweries in New Jersey. And uh, Oz Cruz from NewJerseyCraftBeer.com. And John Kleinchester from Beertography.com. First, I'm going to talk to John Kleinchester. I've known you for a while. I, I've, you've been in the scene in New York, and uh, you're in New Jersey. What's, what's uh, interesting about New Jersey craft beer for you? Uh, well, I live in New Jersey, so... Um you know, I love going to events in the city and Brooklyn and all that, but uh, it helps when there's a great event in New Jersey where I don't have to take the PAT train home uh, and, uh, you know, stumble my way home. Um, so, you know, um, Barcade Jersey City for me was, when they opened about a year ago, a little over a year ago, was awesome because uh, I always used to love going to Barcade Brooklyn. And uh, I had just moved to Jersey City and they opened their Barcade there and it's easily the best best beer bar in close proximity to me and so uh you know they have amazing events um and lots of good stuff on tap every single time i go in there so uh that being said the new jersey beer scene has been on the rise so much in the last year or two and then some um so i've really just enjoyed being able to you know have pride in new jersey breweries again um and you know it's nice. So just like in New York, like I think that some of the the newest breweries are also the best around. We've got uh, 
what are the top breweries right now in New Jersey that you would recommend? <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> There's Kane Brewing Company. There's Carton Brewing Company. They happen to be sitting right here. But um, no, honestly, I really do think they are doing some of the best stuff in New Jersey right now. Um, and uh, the most exciting stuff. Um, and beyond that, you know, there's Ramstein that, uh, that brews out of High Point, um, New Jersey Beer Company. And then there's a ton of little tiny uh, nanos opening up. I think there's a, what is it, Tuckahoe and um, um, what's the one in Ocean? Yeah. You got Oz here, too, from NewJerseyCraftBeer.com. Oz, how are you, buddy? Good, good. How you doing? So you guys are you're really, uh, you know, capturing the pulse of the scene, New Jersey Craft Beer. Uh, we're trying. We're not trying just to ca- capture the pulse. We're trying to help it actually increase. Uh, we want to spread the word. We want to build the culture. We want to build the scene. I think that's really what we're here for is to let everyone know that, you know, you don't necessarily have to go to New York to find good beer. Uh, we have great brewers here. We have great beer bars here. And, uh, you know, we want to be at the forefront of it all, you know. All right. Well, that's cool. Hey, let's give a shout-out to our sponsor, greatbrewers.com, uh, your online connection to the world of craft beer. You can check out the Beer Cloud, a mobile app to help you locate your favorite beers, store tasting notes, and get beer and food pairing ideas. Check out com, And we're supported by the people at the Good Beer Seal. We're up to 40 bars now in New York City, com. All right, let's talk a little more with uh, our, one of our brewer guests here, Michael Kane from Kane Brewing. Uh, we did a little intro. We you know talked to some of the other guests here. And uh, Michael, uh, what's going on with, with Kane? How did you get started and what's your background? Uh, sure. Well, first, thanks for uh, having us up here. Um, our background is uh, as a homebrewer. A lot, of, you know, a lot, like a lot of other people, we started homebrewing maybe a decade ago in college, and uh, it was something that we fell in love with instantly. And, and I think at the time we knew, or I should say, I knew that I wanted to at one point open a brewery um, and kind of do this professionally. I think we took a different path in the sense that I, I spent maybe the past 10 years working in the world of finance. Um, I got a business degree and, and focused on learning a little bit about how running a business and at the same time continue to brew beer as a home brewer and, you know, make some contacts in the industry, brew professionally with other brewers and um, finally got to the point where it seemed like it was a perfect time to kind of leave what I was doing professionally and, and move on to open a brewery. So do you have a working brewery? We do. Yeah. Uh, we opened a uh, brewery last August in Ocean Township, New Jersey. It's in Monmouth County. Uh, we've got a 20-barrel brew house, uh, and right now we've got three 40-barrel fermenters that we're, we're working. Uh, we're draft only, so we haven't done any bottle product yet, and uh, we focus mostly on American and Belgian-style ales. Um, well, I should say exclusively. And what, you brought us a beer. What is this? It's I did. pretty I brought, good. I brought two beers with us. Uh, the first one I poured, uh, it's called Single Fin. It's, a, it's our summer seasonal. It's a Belgian-style blonde is uh, what we call it. It's, uh, like I said, we make it in the summer. It's a lower-gravity beer, uh, barely 5%, uh, lots of flavor from the yeast we use. We use a, um, a Trappist-style yeast that we get from uh, East Coast Yeast, which is a small yeast producer here in New Jersey. And uh, we kind of rely on that for most of the flavor. The, the malt bill itself is just is basically just Pilsner malt, um, and it's nice and dry. Finishes kind of kind of clean for a Belgian, but it's a, in our opinion, a, a flavorful, low gravity kind of summer beer that we like. To John, drink. what do you think of this beer? I really like this beer. Um, I've had it multiple times, uh, various different places across New Jersey, and it's always exciting. I think when you see a cane or a carton on tap somewhere in New Jersey, because it's you know they are serious about their beer list. I really, it's really nice and sessionable. 
All right. And let's talk about beertography. Sure. Uh, you've got this cool site. What do people do? They, they take a picture of a beer and, and email it to you? Yeah. Um, most of the time, people are, are using uh, Twitter to get it to me. Um, I follow the beertography hashtag on Twitter, um, which seems to be the easiest way that people just upload and throw in the hashtag. And uh, I sort of scour it every day and, um, you know, I'll retweet. Or <clears throat> sometimes I'll have contests uh, to see who can have the best beer photo uh i did a memorial day weekend beertography contest and i picked my favorite five or seven photos and put them all online and uh, on facebook on my facebook page and had people click like to vote for their favorite and uh i sent the winner a bottle of kbs just you know saying thank you for you know putting off awesome beertography all right, man. And Oz, uh, we're talking with with Kane here. I'm going to call you Kane because that's the people call you Kane. <laughs> oh, they do. That was pretty much my name growing up because there's a million Michaels around, so I'm used to it. So, uh, what are the what are some places in New Jersey where, where I could get Kane on draft? Uh, we're 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 focused most on the coast there and in northern New Jersey. So, uh, you know, on the coast there would be uh, Nip Tuck and Long Branch. We're all over Asbury Park, you know, on the boardwalk and, and downtown uh, Bond Street and. Langosta Lounge, Brickwall, and up in North Jersey, places like Cloverleaf and, like you mentioned, Barcade in Jersey City is a great, uh, great place to drink, and they carry our beer a lot. So some of the you know focused craft beer bars in Northern Jersey are kind of where we focus our energy. So you guys are pretty tight. You're like you know NewJerseyCraftBeer.com, Beertography, Kane. I mean, do you guys run into each other at a lot, a lot of events? And you know what's the scene like for you guys? You're, you're like you're at the top of your game. You got, <laughs> I mean, there's a New Jersey craft beer website. Yeah, I think the uh, the wonderful thing is uh, it's a tight-knit community. Uh, we come out, we show support for each other. There's uh, a lot of the bars in the area are actually uh, doing a lot of New Jersey-based events. So actually the first time I met Michael and Augie were both at Barcade in Jersey City, and it was a New Jersey Brewers night, and I had the 077XX, and I had the... Kane head high, dry hopped with Galaxy, which I will not shut up about. Um, <laughs> but, you know, these are fantastic beers, fantastic brewers, and it was something, you know, it's just to see New Jersey brewers all together, all commingling. You know, I see them, I see them together. There's, you know, this type of community, sense of community, which, you know, first you fall in love with the beer, then you fall in love with the community, and I think it's really growing in Jersey. So what, was there always a, a, a really good craft beer scene in Jersey? Were there always good small breweries, or did laws change, or what, what, what's going on? Because it seems like there's a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, maybe some of you other guys can mention this more, but, um, you know, there's been breweries in New Jersey for a long time, uh, I think. I don't remember what the first one was. I know Cricket Hill's been long, around for a long time. Um, Climax has been around for a long time, and they you know they make good beer. Um, I think this is the first sort of time where I've really seen like a smaller new brewery initiative sort of happening where um, you can get excited about these the smaller guys, even though it's you know they're all smaller guys, but you know these guys are are making really quality stuff and. Um, you know, you can. It, it's a little bit harder to find, but when you do find it, it's it's so worth it. Let's talk to Augie. Augie from Carton. He's waiting for his brewer Jesse, and uh, together they're a good team. Uh, if Jesse's here, you should come on in. Come on uh, in. Jesse. You gotta have a good story. So Augie, tell us how you got started. Because um, I, I like your beers a lot, of, <laughs> and you, you sell in New York, so I do sell them at Jimmy's Number Forty Three. I've had my beer at your bar. Um, we're kind of born of one of the beers you'll taste today, which is called Boat Beer. Um, it's a whole kind of conflicts of conflux of things that came together, but we were drinking, my partner and I were drinking a bunch of 
you know the big American IPAs that we really liked, and we were a little frustrated that we couldn't find examples of those from New Jersey. I mean, it was easy to find one in Delaware, Pennsylvania, New York, and everywhere that touches, but not New Jersey. Um, and we were also frustrated that the ones we really liked were very high alcohol. Jesse is related to me in a three-step process where he's my wife's best friend's husband. Um, I'd given him a homebrew kit seven years before, and he'd been homebrewing. And one of the few people... Isn't that, that a TV show? What's that Probably. <laughs> um, is that big love? <laughs> but uh, so he'd been, he'd been making beer that... Of all the friends that made beer at home that I'd had were some of the few I liked. And we started a conversation of why can't we find a beer that tastes like these big hoppy beers that's a more sensible drinking alcohol. So we went home and made a beer and brought it down. And we drank that and tasted it and we liked it and said, what if we made it a little more like this? And then went home and made it again. And by the third or fourth step, we'd come up with something very close to this, which I think you're all tasting, which is boat beer. Which has aggressive hops and is big, but it's kind of linear and salty and, you know, refreshing enough that you can drink it when it's hot and when it's cold, but one after the other, and not cripple yourself. So once we had that, we said, this is something we should do and try to sell. So we opened last August, and Cheers. now we right. drink boat a lot. Hey, you, you guys came by one night, and you told me a little about why you called it boat. Uh, to me, I call it a hoppy coal. She might kill me for that. But what are the challenges you face as a new brewery? Uh, do you have issues? You said something about uh, the label or the style of beer. Well, it's the Kolsch thing is an issue because a Kolsch is like a, a almost, you know, DOC rule type thing where it's got to be clear, it's got to be made in Kolsch, and it's got to be pretty. We just use their yeast because we think it does a great job of staying out of the way of our water, um, which we think is very important to all our beers while still remaining an ale flavor. So we could make what, you know, is really meant to be a very sessionable beer like an IPA. So we went with that yeast. But the minute you say the word Kolsch, everybody says, oh, it's a Kolsch. And by definition, this is the opposite of a Kolsch. It's super hoppy. It's a little cloudy. So do you see that being a trend now, that, that small breweries are going to just have their own names for their own beers? Well, Like this is Boat, but it's what? Is it a session ale? I, it's, it's definitely a session ale in that it's meant for sessioning. But it's meant for sessioning by people that want to session Ithaca Flower Power and can. Um, so, you know, or RO77XX, we're, we've pretty much made a company limit at two per body per day because it's a 7.8% beer. Um, we, it's, I think the right of American being the great melting pot is to steal inspiration from the entire world. And I think that's what we do with our beers. So if you're holding to the strictures of definition, you can't because Boat's a very big American hop program, a German yeast, a Atlantic Highlands water, and our malt bill is just meant to be clean, refreshing, and just soften everything a touch and be dynamic as it warms. And as a result, anything we call it, it's not because it steals from a bunch of places. So we try to go with a generic name and just let people get to know it by drinking it. Wow. Hey, uh, and Kane, I'm going to call you Kane because I love them. Kane, <laughs> what, what, what do you call your beers? Do, do you have your own proprietary names, or what do you do? Uh, you mean like the, the actual brand name of it? Or? Yeah, like this is Kane, what, the first uh, beer we had? First, oh, it was called Single Fin. So, yeah, we, like I said, we kind of name the beers not just Kane Blonde and Kane IPA, and it's just more of a kind of a nod to make it interesting, I guess. Um, 
yeah so that's that's how we all of our beers have a a name the sort of a theme just around kind of where we are in new jersey on the coast and kind of name them in association with the style of beer they are to kind of help people out a little bit and also just kind of reflect where we, we are in new jersey on the coast there and what are, what are some of the other beers you have? What are the names? Uh, of well, we brought uh, the other brought we, beer we brought was our I guess is our, our flagship. It's our uh, only year round beer we do. It's called Head High. It's a uh, like a West Coast style IPA. Uh, we do an Imperial IPA, which is uh, sort of a very different, bigger version of Head High called Overhead. Uh, we've got a Belgian wit beer now that we call Cloud Cover and. In the fall, we do an oatmeal brown ale, which is uh, called Triftline. So we kind of we like to rotate. We keep one or two styles sort of year round all the time, and then rotate through four or five different styles depending on the season and the weather and kind of what mood we're in when we're brewing. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you guys came. We're going to take a short break. I'll be back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio. Welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. We're out here in uh, Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you want to get into the new, they just opened a restaurant called Blanca. It's like in their backyard. Only 12 people can go there a night. I heard it's booked for, for 12 months or four months straight. But if you know Beer Sessions Radio, you can probably get in. Uh, but you should check us out. And uh, our Twitter is at beer underscore sessions. We've got quite a group of people here tonight. It's the New Jersey craft beer scene right here. Michael Kane from Kane Brewing and Augie Carton and Jesse Ferguson from Carton Brewing, uh, two of the top new uh, small breweries in New Jersey. And on the media front, we have John Kleinchester from Beertography.com and Oz Cruz from NewJerseyCraftBeer.com. And uh, Mike Kivovitz uh, is on the line from NewJerseyCraftBeer.com. Mike, can you hear us? I can hear you. Okay. So Oz is here. Why don't you guys uh, talk a little bit about uh, you know, the, the new craft beer scene in Jersey. And uh, Oz will take the lead because he's been, he's been hanging out with us. Hey, Mike. So, yeah, so I just wanted to actually uh, take a little tour back to uh, the first time I had Bolt Beer. Do you remember uh, my first bottle share at my house and you showed up with a growler? I sure do. Yeah, so I, I don't know how PG this show is, but I'll just say he described it as a mind screw for uh, lack of a better word. And he just, you know, poured this beer out to us. You know, from the aroma, from the taste, we were all just sitting there trying to guess the ABV. And that's, I think, what is so wonderful about this beer is 
you don't realize how low of an ABV it is when you're getting that pack of. I'll tell you the rope. truth. I mean, I, I've had the Carton Boat beer at, at Jimmy's number forty-three. I think for three weeks straight, I drank it every night, and it was my go-to beer. And the only time I haven't is when I haven't been able to get it. Why wouldn't it be? You yeah. know, it's it's. It, it really gives you that beer that you can drink all night and still have the taste. Jesse, you, you brought another beer that's only available in New Jersey. What oh, that's it? right. That's our uh, we call it. We affectionately refer to it as O Dub, but that's uh, a beer Mike would be very familiar with. O seven seven XX, which is the the name oh, yeah. is an homage to our uh, Monmouth County zip codes. And it's a uh, we describe it as an as an East Coast style double IPA, um, but again. It's our own interpretation so, on our favorite kind of beers. Tell me, we're in New Jersey. People have to drive a lot. How does that impact the the beer scene? Has it was there a craft beer scene a few years ago? I think, um, well, I mean, go, Mike, please. I, I kind of started the whole idea of exploring the scene because of the drive. You know, I live in Monmouth County now myself, and work up in Bergen County, and kind of you know moved down here and figured out there was not much around, and started up around the same time as, as Augie and Mike did and kind of tried to explore the scene and see what was available with, you know, within 20 miles or within five miles or within two-hour drive. So it's kind of, um, it's growing, and we obviously would love more public transportation to take, these, take us places, but, um, you know, there are so many good places around New Jersey that we're trying to, you know, expand on and talk about and find out what they have going on. Speaking of public transportation, aren't you taking a bus to Kane and then us next week? Um, <laughs> no, that's yeah, not next week. July. Can, yeah, and John can handle that one real quick. Uh, yeah, actually, um, if you guys are really you know, interested in trying these great beers, we do have uh, over in July 15th, we have a uh, bus trip. We're leaving out of uh, New, uh, Newark Penn Station or Metro Park in Edison and uh, hitting up three bars plus these two great breweries uh so we're making a nice bus uh bus trip out of it uh so if you have you know any questions check out you know www.newjerseycraftbeer.com uh we're you know selling tickets there as of today we just announced it so you guys get the first scoop and that's july uh sunday july 15th and tell me a couple more cool places in new jersey that you guys you have you have a membership program you have you have you have tours and tastings you know, what are some places that, that if I was going to New Jersey, I should check out this summer? Mike, you want to take that? Sure. I mean, I would start up north and head your way south. Um, right off the bat, you've got Andy's Corner Bar, Coppermine Pub, Cloverleaf within about a 15-mile range. Um, and the little and the Shepherd and Knucklehead, they just expanded their now, building as well. What ta- where um, are they? What towns do you know or county? Sure. Um, Andy's Corner Bar and Coppermine Pub, um, they're both in Bergen County. Cloverleaf is in Essex County in um, um, Caldwell. And the chef, the Shepherd and Knucklehead, is in Haldon, which is Bay County. Um, then you can head further down, and you're probably approaching kind of Union County and Middlesex County, and there's a whole bunch of places in New Brunswick. You might have heard of Stuff Your Face. It's still doing really well down there for beer. Um and you have George Street Ale House and a couple brew pubs in the area. You can continue heading further south, and then you're in our area, Monmouth County. And, yes, that's the f- reason why we're doing the bus tour in Monmouth County. First, you know, to give back to the community and make a lot of North Jersey people that don't have cars come on down and experience what we have to offer, you know, in the, in the 077XX area. Um, <laughs> but also... Um, you know, we've got a whole bunch of bars in this area. There's a couple places at Long Branch, and then you can head on further south to 
the Point Pleasant area and Tom's River. There's a couple places, um, the spot in both of those towns, um, just an Acme Ale House come to my mind real quick. Um, and then you keep going down to Atlantic County, and you've got a whole bunch of new places that I'm not really too familiar with, but there are some um, places in Atlantic City area that are doing good craft beer, like Vagabond um, in Atlantic City. And then Cape May is actually really um, pretty cool, too, for craft. There's a whole bunch of good bars. Cabanas is down there, as well as um, Cape May Brewing Companies, um, the Nano Brewery from there. There's Tuckahoe Brewing Company in that area as well. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, New Jersey is a big state, and I know I've yeah. been to Princeton, and uh, you know I, I, it's exciting that you guys are, are documenting it, and I'm really happy that you guys came on. And let's talk a little more to Michael Kane. And uh, well, Jesse just came in from from Carton too. But um, Michael, what, what are your goals right now? You're only selling in New Jersey. Um, are, are there any New Jersey beer awards? Like like, are you able? Is there a New Jersey craft beer award for breweries? Not that I'm aware there's no, of. <laughs> so there's no way to say you're the best brewery in New Jersey. No. Unless we do it on the air right now. Let's do it. <laughs> we got Cane Brewing and Carden Brewing. Two independent. We got John and Oz and Michael on the air. Okay. We're going to taste. <laughs> You'll hate me for this. But the, I would say the boat versus versus your first beer. Um, they're, they're both, to me, you know, good summer beers. They've got a lot of flavor. And, and I would say you're both the winners, and I'm really proud that you're here. Because um, I'm, I'm feeling the same thing in New York. With like Barrier and Crossroads and and uh, just a few years ago, you know, there was a number of breweries, and you know what, they, they were kind of old school breweries, and uh, you know, I think everyone knew is is doing everything right, and and they're doing everything better, and and it's an exciting time in craft beer, and I think our listeners, whether you're in the UK or Michigan, California, I'm sure you're all going to tell me there's a brewery that you like that I've never heard of, which as of today I'd never heard of Kane, and I'm really really proud to meet you, Michael. So. It's also nice to be here to meet you. <laughs> All right, so hey, this is a fun group. You guys aren't talking that much. <laughs> bail me out. Well, Augie will bail me out. I'll Come talk on. to anybody. Um, I, I, I would definitely say I'm proud to be in this, if you're going to do it by classes and the waves of the up and down of the you know late 60s, early 70s, slash mid-80s, slash mid-90s, and then now. I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, we opened up the same time as Mike, the same county as Mike, and the same kind of wave as Mike. But I like the association. I think what you were just talking about is, is very important for New Jersey. Part of the reason we opened was it was hard to find a New Jersey beer in New Jersey. That, that was simply wrong. And then, you know, sometimes you'd find them and they'd be old or whatever. So when Mike opened and we opened and it's all draft, I think... We're taking it very seriously. I think Mike's taking it very seriously. And I think we're trying to make great beer before anything else, including profit. But I like that if you look at Single Fin Next to Boat, they're both exceptional examples of what they want to be. And they're very different. So everybody's like, well, what do you do about this? I was like, it's great. If you don't like mine, you're probably going to like his. And either way, at least you don't have to go very far from home to get a good beer, which was part of the ambition a year ago. Well, and... and Part of what you're saying before, I, you know, I agree. Our, our goal is probably right now, first and foremost, to kind of serve the New Jersey market. Growing up in New Jersey and drinking beer in New Jersey, there was a lot going on. So I'm not going to say there was no breweries before we opened because, you know, in the mid, early mid-90s, there were a lot of brew pubs with Flying Fish and Ship In and Climax, someone mentioned before opening, all making really good beer. But we wanted to be able to personally add to that community. And I think the, the beer community itself in New Jersey is 
there's a very educated consumer base and there's a lot going on right now because of that they're pushing they're they were drinking and looking for a lot of -of out-of-state beer and they're kind of pushing the bars and the breweries to kind of step up the game and 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 match what else is going on in the country and so i think that brewing for me for that consumer base is great because they know what they're looking for they recognize good beer and i think you know like i said our goal is to serve new jersey first and at some point, we'd like to move into Philly, New York, but it's it's a great place now to brew. I think what's yeah. uh, I think what's interesting here is um, it's you know normally you want to say oh let's not compare these two breweries or let's you know not lump them together or not take them apart. But what's interesting is when you look at you know the beer scene and you talk to people, what's really awesome in New Jersey right now, especially with these two guys, is you know you don't hear Carton or Kane, you hear Carton and Kane. You know, who's doing it in New Jersey? Carton and Kane, you know, who's, you know, they're really growing real fast. I mean, we have a lot of love for other breweries. You know, Flying Fish, their Exit Series is fantastic. Uh, I I live right up the street from Climax. I'll push again for a little more Exit 11, please. (laughs) There you go. I mean, everyone has their favorite (laughs) from the Exit Series, and and that's how it goes. But when you got these two guys here... Uh, who started up around the same time and, you know, interestingly enough, started around the same time as our website, uh, you kind of get this whole community of we want Carton and Kane. They're the new guys in town. They're the guys who are doing it right. And that's where the demand is right now. And you could put them up against many of the big breweries that the beer geeks like. But if you're in New Jersey, you're probably going to gravitate towards, you know, one of their beers just as much as you would towards a Founders or a dogfish or an allagash or whatever the bigger brewery is that you prefer you're always going to say hey these guys make great beers and they're in new jersey yeah at, at least in our neighborhood if you walk into a, a bar with eight taps and you got mike and us on and you love beer i doubt you're going to pick a one of the other six and we've but, gotten we've gotten a ton of local support you know whether it's in our in our tasting room with the pe- regulars who come in or uh, you know, people from all over Jersey. And this is Jesse. Coast. Jesse oh, from yeah, yeah. the new voice. Uh, and uh, you know, and then and then a lot of the bars that, that uh, Austin uh, and Michael have mentioned, and you know, that are just they're just itching for for local beer. And now that we're we're coming out with with good local beer, they're they're supporting us, and it's letting us you know be creative and and do our jobs, which you know we couldn't ask for anything more than that. Yeah, save time to plug www.cartonbrewing.com if you go there there's a section called places that get it and we try to keep it accurate it's hard because some bars buy the beer and don't put it on right away but we try to monthly update it but that's a list of places that are in Jersey where you can get our and beer I think, and, I, and I love when I do visit the breweries um, when I go like, specifically to Carton or to, to Kane they have you know signs in there you know a chalkboard of where they're on tap and where they have upcoming events and we're also we also do our best on the website side of it to promote wherever those are going to be on tap, you know, and 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 who's got it at certain bars and things like that. But as well as you know the other breweries, the smaller ones, the bigger ones, you name it. We did the we did a Flying Fish Exit Eight release party the other day, and it was a, a small party, and it was you know um, at a place that really is not known for their craft for their craft beer selections. But yet we were able to kick the sixth in about, you know, an hour at exit eight. And I thought there was a pretty good amount of time for the amount of people that we had at the parties. And I think that they did it and they had fun with it. We had a good beer food pairing and we just are trying to make this thing fun in New Jersey. And we want people to really, you know, kind of um, 
get excited about the local beer, the regional beer, and the you know whatever craft beer they can they can consume, whether they're at the bar, the brew pub, or take a you know a growler or a, or a six pack to go. We want people to be excited about the beer and to really you know keep it as local as small as possible. Well, Mike, I just want to say um, I'm really glad that you're on the air and stay with us. We have one more segment coming up, but it's great to hear you talk passionately about. Uh, the New Jersey craft beer scene, and um, I really like your site. Um, I think that everyone should check it out, NewJerseyCraftBeer.com, because it's a little different than most uh, most beer websites. It seems like you guys are, are the beer website for New Jersey, and you're doing everything from having memberships and, and uh, encouraging people to go to bars and, and liquor stores and, and check out these new breweries. So you're doing a great job. Uh, let's take a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes with uh, Carton and Kane on uh, Beer Sessions Radio. Deep in the ocean at the catfish hall, all of the fishes had a deep sea fall. First came a whale dipping on her tail. Came a tadpole along her trail. They were rocking. Ooh, they were rolling. They were rocking and rolling. Rocking at the deep sea boat. In came the lobster, he was doing the pop. Then came the cockfish, doing the hop. Oh, Mrs. Octopus was doing the stroll. While Mr. Salmon did the rock and roll. They were sailing. Ooh, they were sailing. Hey, hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio. Let's give a shout out to our sponsor, GreatBrewers.com. If you haven't been to it, you should. There's a Great Brewers test. We used to always talk about it. Uh, first time I took it, I got 72 out of 100. You should definitely go to GreatBrewers.com, take the test, learn more about beer education. You can actually cheat. You can open all their educational, you know, windows and take the test at the same time. I'm in. It's a good way to. Learn. Have you have you done it, Oz? I bet you have. Yeah, is that is that the uh, one that uh, Sam Merritt did part of the? Uh, Sam set it up so it's kind of like the basis for the Cicerone program. Yeah, what, what the awesome part is, we just actually uh, last month, uh, I believe it was last month, we just uh, set up a uh, training over at Morris yeah. Tapping Grill to get people. Uh, the first level of Cicerone certified, the certified beer server, and that was one of the prerequisites was to take that test. So we know Sam very well, and he uh, was part of that event. Obviously, he led it all, the educational part, and uh, we organized that, and that was really, Let's really awesome. Let's give a awesome. cheers to Sam. Sam uh, helped kicked off this show two years ago. And all right, I'll Sam. say this again. The GreatBrewers.com, the, the Great Brewers 100 test is tough, but as you do it, you learn a lot, and I'd recommend all listeners to do it. Go to GreatBrewers.com and take the, the Great Brewers 100 test. All right, here we are back with lively talk. We got Kane versus Carton, a New Jersey craft beer, and we we, we got Mike and Oz from uh, NewJerseyCraftBeer.com. Um, let's keep talking. You got you guys are rocking me. So so real quick, I just want to say, I mean, once again, to plug the website uh, www.NewJerseyCraftBeer.com. Check us out. I mean, not only are we having this uh, this bus tour that we're really excited about to go to Carton and Kane. Um, and three of the uh, uh, the bars in the area. We're including some beer in the pricing and some food in the pricing. Uh, it's it's going to be a really good time. Uh, we also have the membership club, as uh, Jimmy uh, alluded to. Uh, we have now two hundred uh, 
different businesses that are offering discounts to people who buy our, our membership card, uh, which is really, really neat. We're really trying to bring this together. We're not just trying to promote craft beer. We're trying to do something back, you know, give something back to the community. Uh, Mike came up with this great idea, uh, you know, about two years ago, and we've been pushing it hard. Mike? All right. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I thought this was a cool way of kind of figuring out what was going on and uh, what was happening around. I lived up north, kind of what I was saying, Coppermine Pub. That was my go-to bar for the last two, two and a half years. And uh, before that, a couple other bars in the area. And, you know, I, I moved out of the area and was like, okay, where do I go to drink? Where do I go to get good food? Where do I, what liquor stores are around? I had no idea. And uh, one day on my drive home from work, I was like, I have a brilliant idea. So, um, you know, I sat there one day, designed the whole thing, came up with the whole thing, and went went uh, crazy, got all the answers I needed to get from the, you know, the ABC and all this other fun stuff, and that was a blast. And uh, as the brewers can tell you, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, once we get all the, the uh, paperwork squared away and everything cool and made it legit, we started finding out there's a ton of cool places around, and we need to go out there and talk about them. All right. Yeah. Hey, with, I'm going to cut you off one second because I love what you're doing. I want to go back to, to Michael Kane and, and Augie and Jesse from Carton. Um, let's hear your, your feedback on, on you know what you guys are doing. Uh, Michael, what's what's the beer that I'm drinking now? It's your second beer. Uh, the second one we brought is uh, it's called Head High. It's a IPA. It's our only year-round beer we do. Um, it's sort of a, a West Coast style. It's a little drier than uh, your typical, uh, I guess what would be called an East Coast IPA. Uh, we like the Generally, all the beers are pretty dry. It's uh, just a basic malt bill of Pilsner and a little bit of crystal. And then we blend five different kind of hops in. Uh, our focus on the IPAs and all of our American styles is more on the hop flavor and the aroma as opposed to bitterness. So it's uh, a ton of hops late in the process, a lot of dry hopping. Um, you get a lot of the, kind of the citrusy, tropical flavor kind of stuff uh, going on in it. And uh, that's you know our best seller we, we kind of brew that one year round i'm gonna ask a deep question because i know both you and, and augie you guys have a kind of a finance background so i tell me about this you worked for a long time in, in hard crappy environments and you made some money along the way um is is opening a small craft brewery like the epitome of success is this what you should do now i mean because i'm loving it i want you guys to make great beer and, and i know it takes resources to do it uh Tell me what you went through to, to go from being in finance to being a, a small brewer. Uh, well, for me, it, it, it obviously is the definition of success. It was a, a long-term plan for for us. Uh, we, like I said, spent better part of 10 years home brewing and, and researching the industry and probably took maybe two or three years to really decide what it is we were going to do. Um, the transition was mostly just saving money, raising a little bit of money, and you know, transitioning from a career and we were living in Manhattan at the time and, and moving into the city and or moving out of the city back to New Jersey and just all kind of the, the hard stuff that you don't think about when you're opening a business, you know, finding a location, negotiating leases, dealing with licensing like they were talking about. And a lot of that stuff is you spend about a year doing nothing that has anything to do with beer just to get the brewery open. And uh, for me, it was worth it. I had a great time. I learned a lot. I would definitely do it again. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of non-beer focused stuff you need to do to get a brewery open. But that was, like I said, my goal, and we're psyched. We're having a great time. And, and do you feel that uh, New Jersey is open to having more craft breweries? Do you think that New Jersey is is going to be 
you know, long-term interested in developing small breweries? Because I know New York State has had a lot of issues lately, but I think overall New York State is very supportive of small breweries. I think the the community of beer drinkers and the community of brewers is positioned well for long-term success. And I also think the state now, they're working on changing some of the laws, which will help tremendously both the brew pubs and packaging breweries. And that will hopefully be hopefully be voted on and passed this summer and that would make it a little easier for some of the some of the things we'd like to do but you know like i said the other side of that uh the the community the the bars the the drinkers um i think five to ten years from now new jersey is going to be one of the better beer states in the, in the country you're here um yep. the, the question's ultimately a political question right and and as we go into politics all anybody can talk about is jobs and in Monmouth County, we represent two ends of Monmouth County, the southern and the northern, but we're 20 miles apart. We started off with a plan to hire one guy, and we've got five full-time employees. Now, you're, you're, how many employees do you have? You have five as well. So in a world where everything's about job creation, by ignoring everything working against us and opening, we've created 10 jobs in Monmouth County. That's a good thing this time, you know, right now. So I, I think... You know, if you can get over all the silliness that comes along with beer, it's a good thing all around. And in New Jersey, what can you guys do with small craft brewers? So I can go to your brewery, and can I buy beer? Can I buy a tasting card? All right, so if you come, we give you a tour every time you walk through the door. With a tour, we can give you essentially a pint of beer divided into four or four-ounce tastes. We can sell a gallon per grown-up per tour per day on the way out the door. So essentially you come in, Mike or I or Jesse shows you around our respective breweries, taste you on whatever we're pouring at the time. You buy two growlers, which is how you say thank you for that. And you take them home and you drink them. And I think the best part, I think Mike will say so too, but when we first opened, growlers were a question. Like, like, do we really need to worry about growlers? They're just, they weren't a common thing. And now, 10 months in, we've got... 50 people from our neighborhood that stop in on Saturday morning to grab two growlers to get them through their week, you know, four dinners covered, and it's just a better way to drink beer, and that, that happened very quickly. No, I'd absolutely agree that the local support has been phenomenal, and in you know, the same way that the, it was interesting how the growler was a kind of foreign concept in New Jersey even three years ago. And over the, you know, there's a lot more bars now who are bars who carry them, liquor stores who carry them. And now that we're kind of pushing them uh, at our location, I think a lot more people are familiar with what they are and how they're, you know, what you can do with them. And and it's. it's, And then besides that, so when you sell to a a bar or other location, do you distribute yourself or do you have to have a distributor? Um, Both of us. The overview. Well, both of us self distribute in New Jersey. Mike was talking about. Um, kind of his ambition for local and northern Jersey. Our ambition, as stated, was to be in every bar in Monmouth County, which is our kind of home, the coolest bar in every other town in New Jersey, and then Manhattan and Brooklyn. Jesse lives in Brooklyn. I work in New York. So that was that's our goal. But So for New York, we use a distributor, but in New Jersey, we both self-distribute, which... But you're able to... So with your lot, you can do that in New yeah, Jersey. Self-distribution. Self-distribution. Yeah. Uh, right. in, in New York State, we can't self-distribute unless we were to form a separate distribution. Yeah, there, there's interstate commerce laws that are just the given on anything related to alcohol that keeps you from. And I, you know, I, I can't speak for for Augie and Jesse on this, but I know that 
alone was one of the that alone kind of outweighed some of the things we couldn't do in New Jersey. Um, we're a big fan of the self distribution model only because we can c- control the quality a little better. We you know brew everything on site, we store everything cold, we deliver everything cold, we get it into cold boxes. Uh, we kind we we have another point of contact with the bar owners and kind of if they don't know it already, kind of make sure that they're maintaining quality on their side with the bars. And I don't think we would be as um, successful as we are to, to date without that right to self-distribute because yeah. it's it's just given us it's a lot more work, but it's worth it in the long run. I think. Yeah, completely agreed. It's um, well, both of us are by definition tiny, right? Your full capacity is somewhere around 250 half barrels a month. <laughs> Ours is about 200. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. you know, y- you can pick your battles when you're face-to-face with who's selling so you, your you've beer. Got a, you've got a lot of ways to win. You've got self-distribution. People can go to the, the brewery and meet you guys and walk out with a growler. And that's awesome. I'll give a, a cheers to uh, New Jersey because you guys are doing it right. And, Jesse, this, this last beer, I recognize it. What is it? <laughs> this is the... Uh, Monkey Chase the Weasel, our sour ale. Uh, I, I can't toast with an empty glass. Oh, oh here you go. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Well, toast Thank us, Augie. Thank you. Yeah. So this is, our, this is Monkey Chase the Weasel. It's a sour ale, uh, soured in the uh, traditional Berliner, Berliner fashion, uh, although we touched it with a tiny bit of mulberry because we have this mulberry tree living outside our back door for the first you know, six months that we were in our brewery space, all we were doing was, you know, as Michael said, we weren't doing anything related to brewing. All we were doing was building a brewery, and it's kind of it's a, it's a lot of guys walking in and out that back door, and it was a lot of mulberries being tramped up and down our old floor, and then our brand new, really pretty floor too. So Augie was like, "Well, we got this much mulberry in the brewery. We might as well put some in the beer." And and I'm not a big fruit beer guy, and this is one of the things that. Augie and I have had a number of times like there was a pumpkin beer where it's like why should we make pumpkin beer we hate pumpkin beer but then but we could do our own interpretation and with the fruit the same sort of thing it was like yeah the the thing Carton Brewing will never be short on his opinions (laughs) that's good well anyway if you guys keep watching that show called Big Love you can learn more about the relationships (laughs) All right, gentlemen let's raise our glasses this is an awesome show thank you so much I've learned so much about New Jersey craft beer we got Michael Caine we got Jesse and Augie from Carton. John from Beertography.com. It's, it still is one of the coolest beer sites out there. And you know what? I think it keeps getting Thank better, you. John. And Thanks. we got NewJerseyCraftBeer.com, Mike and Oz. Again, something you guys are more than media. You guys are influencing uh, consumers and the whole craft beer scene in New York. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. Oz, tell us one more time. What's the Great. coolest event happening in New Jersey this weekend? Pick one. This weekend? Can we skip to July 15th instead? Go for it. <laughs> Just skip to July 15th. Do the bus tour. We only have uh, 30 seats right now. We're going to do the uh, cane tour. We're going to do the carton tour. And we're going to do three bars. All right. Join in. And uh, a recent guest, Christine Sismondo, a really great author, uh, has sent us a, a, a beer from Toronto. Uh, from the Kensington Brewing Company, uh, Brock Shepard. I'm going to give his phone number, 647-998-6951. Augusta Ale, they just sent us a, a can of beer. Thanks a lot, guys. Call them, but they're in Toronto, Canada. All right. And coming up for a Good Brazil event in New York, uh, Cookout NYC and the July Goober Month. Uh, this, this will be our fourth year. Mayor Bloomberg gives us a proclamation that says July is Good Beer Month. We recognize the small, independently-owned craft beer bars in New York City. 
Uh, they're, they're dedicated to uh, community and uh, beer education. And we've just added eight new beer bars. Go to goodbeerseal.com. There's 49 in New York City. And in the fall, we may expand to Long Island and Jersey. Uh, and again, it's uh, organic growth, and uh, we're working with writers in those areas. So we're really proud of that. Uh, at Double Windsor in Brooklyn, tomorrow is Anderson Valley Night. Come check it out. Captain Lawrence Draft Night at Beercraft is June 21st. And a very special event this Thursday. I'm going to this event. This is the Kings of Funk at Alewife, Queens. Um, the, this weekend, it's the festival in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, 12% Imports and uh, the Shelton Brothers, two of my favorite importers, have like all their top brewers coming from around the world. It's kind of an amazing event. And uh, five of the brewers will be at uh, Alewife, Queens. There's uh, Jean from Cantillon, Yvonne from De La Seine, Mark from Bink, Jean from Motor Lambic, and Yeppe from Evil Twin. The tap list is huge, and the tickets can be purchased at getrealfunk.eventbrite.com. All right, in closing, I'd like to thank our sponsors. Greatbrewers.com. Again, take the greatbrewers.com test. Oz? Take it. It's not easy, but it's What did you get? What was your score? Uh, I think I had about an 82 or so. Wow, he's good. He All drinks right. a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, follow us on Twitter at beer underscore sessions. And thanks to John, Michael, Matt, Augie, Jess, O's, Oz, and Mike for joining me here on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producers, Jack Inslee up there in the sky, Brio Connor, and guest coordinator, Brett Thompson. We'll see you next time on Beer Sessions Radio. Thank you. All right. We forgot to say our website. And some of my songs I have casually mentioned. The fact that I like to drink beer This little song is more to the point Roll out the barrel and lend me your ear Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening.